Previously on Transformers University, we took a look at the world in 1986, and now we make our dive into the fiction and the toys that make up that year in Transformers history. And we begin with the first original video animation from Japan. It's called Scramble City, and it's right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 46 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info. This podcast, Transformers University, TFU News and Views, uh, our sister podcast, and of course, all of the social media accounts related to those three. Today, we are starting out 1986 and going in depth on Scramble City. For longtime Transformers fans, Scramble City uh, usually means one of two things, and it actually means several things up until this point uh, in Transformers history. It actually will be reused later on for some things, but uh, for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to talk about a few of the things that it means leading up to this point. Now, it is generally a name used for uh, the figures within the toy line in 1986 that uh, make up the combiners. So uh, Superion and Menasaur and Bruticus and Defensor, who all appear in uh, this animation that we will be talking about. Uh, because of how the toys work, how they interact with one another. Uh, with the Scramble City model of toys, any limb could join any main robot. All the main robots were the leaders, and they formed the centerpiece of the combiner. So uh, as we mentioned with Superion and Menasaur in the cartoon earlier, you know, Silverbolt would form the body. The rest of the aerial bots would form the limbs, but uh, no one was relegated to being an arm or a leg. They could be one or the other as far as the toys were concerned. So a lot of people refer to those toys as the Scramble City figures because of the way they intercombine and how they can intercombine with each other. So you could take a Scramble City figure, say a limb from uh, Bruticus, and put it on Motormaster from Menasort. So that's one term for Scramble City. But today we are going to talk about the animation known as Scramble City. And um, there are actually two animations uh, out of Japan. These are both animated for Japan. Um, known as Scramble City. There is Scramble City Mobilization, which colloquially is usually referred to as Scramble City. Uh, there's also another Scramble City video uh, that was a stop-motion video, which we'll talk about towards the end of the show. Uh, it's not terribly different than the animation. So, the Scramble City animation, OVA, Original Video Animation, this is something that uh, Japan does a lot of. Uh, they are one-off uh animation episodes uh, and for this one uh, it is designed to serve as a bridge between the end of season two of the cartoon and Transformers the movie and in fact it came out several months before Transformers the movie debuted in 1986. So the movie came out in August and these OVAs, uh, this OVA and the other one we will talk about later both came out in April. Now this is actually something I've never watched before uh, so I'm actually kind of pretty excited to uh, talk about it with you because it's it's something I've seen for the first time uh, just uh, one day ago. So 
There's some fun stuff in here. There's some interesting little tidbits, things you never saw happen in the cartoon. And we meet a few characters in the animation for the first time. So we actually have some first appearances of characters that are in the movie that predate the movie and predate season three. And you can find it on YouTube if you search for it. Uh, Scramble City, Transformers Scramble City. If you search it on YouTube, you'll be able to find something. Uh, there's been numerous rights issues with this uh singular piece of animation uh, that I'll go into a bit later but uh, there is a version with the Japanese audio uh, which really you can watch it if you don't speak Japanese I don't speak Japanese I watched it and still understood what was going on pretty pretty well um, I think there was one little thing I didn't understand because there are numerous uh, animation errors later on but uh, you could always use uh, the TF wiki entry for Scramble City mobilization to follow along as well now this episode it starts uh with some reused animation from more than meets the eye parts one through three as well as the master builders uh there's about seven minutes of this if you're familiar with those episodes in english uh you can totally just skip ahead to about the seven minute mark where all the new stuff is and we start with Ultra Magnus making his first animated appearance before the movie and before season three. Uh, he is leading the construction of something called Scramble City. Uh, and Scramble City, where the grass is green and the girls are pretty, is actually the Japanese name for the city mode of Metroplex, who we also see in this episode. So here's another character who kind of appears in Transformers the movie. Uh, he's certainly referred to by name in Transformers the movie, um, but is also a big part of season three. Uh, working on this construction is uh, Bumblebee and Grapple, Spike, Carly, and Chip, uh, Sparkplug, and the Protectobots. And it's interesting to note here, courtesy of the f folks at TF Wiki, it's the first time Carly and Chip appear in the same episode. It's also... Uh, interesting to note that they're in the same shot. So <laughs> not only is it the first time they appear in the same episode, but it's also the first time they are in the same scene. They are in it for all of a second and a half. But yes, they are in it. So while this construction is going on, Decepticon underwater headquarters, Megatron has Soundwave eject a bunch of cassettes, Laserbeak, Ravage, and Ratbat, another character who appears for the first time in the film, appearing here before the film. And he sends them out to... Uh, attack well the where the construction site is uh apparently they don't know it's a construction site they just know the autobots are there uh blaster uh is outside and uh counters the attack sends ramhorn and steeljaw also making their first appearances uh to fight laserbeak and ravage and uh ratbat weird thing here is that ravage um no excuse me Steeljaw is fighting Laserbeak, and he can fly. Uh, I, I think it's the only time I've ever seen him use the, the jet boosters that are on his uh, side guns. Uh, but they certainly show him flying after Laserbeak. Uh, during the melee, Ratbat gets past uh, Blaster and observes the construction inside. Uh, we then find out that uh, Megatron... Uh, is now informed of this, and he dispatches the Constructicons and Starscream and the Jets. Sorry, I'm 
and he sends them out. And then we find that at Autobot headquarters Prime and a bunch of Autobots transform and roll out to engage the Decepticons. Devastator is formed and Ultra Magnus sends the Aerialbots to help out. Those Decepticons then retreat and Megatron, not happy with Starscream, he gives the Stunticons a call on FaceTime. Uh, they have their own mountain base uh, separate of the rest of the Decepticons. I'm trying to remember if we've seen that before, but uh, it's just weird overall. And then uh, they roll out to attack the Autobots. The Autobots roll out to then uh, counter this. The Aerialbots show up. They combine into Superion. The Stuntercons show up and combine into Menasaur. And this is where the toy features are then shown off. During the fight, despite a number of coloring errors, uh, we are shown... Superion switching his legs for his arms, swapping them out, and same thing for Menasaur. Uh, and this happens a couple of times during the fight until one scene where Fireflight gets confused and combines to the wrong side of Silverbolt's leg, uh, or Superion's leg, and crashes into another aerial bot and falls off. And Menasaur takes advantage of this and fires off Wild Rider from his arm to combine with Superion's now missing leg and uses it to overload him and this is a neat concept that they've never explored <laughs> and uh and, and showing how the bad guy toys can combine with the good guy toys um uh, it's kind of neat that uh this was something that was in there and it's never used again <laughs> but at least as far as i know it's never used again and Unfortunately, the scene is very confusing because there's a lot of characters on both sides, limbs that are miscolored, colored as the wrong limb uh, when combined. So you think it's the right one, but the body type might be the same. So uh, give this a close watch uh, because it, it, it is a little confusing, but it, it's certainly a, a cool thing that uh, uh, the people who put this OVA together were trying to put forth. So Optimus, he, he radios into Ultra Magnus before blasting Wild Rider off of Superion. Superion then recovers with Fireflight, but just in time for Bruticus to arrive. Metroplex, in his Scramble City mode, rises out from uh, the mountain that they're constructing him in and transforms into vehicle mode and launches the Protectobots, uh, and they all drive off to the battle. Now, this is kind of neat, too, because a lot of the Metroplex toy is designed around working with the Protectobot figures and with other Scramble City figures. Uh, and seeing this con this transformation is actually a pretty neat moment in the show. Now, Superion, he's getting beat up by both Bruticus and Menasaur. One is actually holding him from behind while the other is punching him. And Defensor arrives with Metroplex. Metroplex shoots one beam that knocks out both Bruticus and Menasaur. And the Autobots, they celebrate. And it turns out Ultra Magnus had gone for the ride as well. And I'm pointing that out for a reason. Now, I'll get to that in just a second. Now, Optimus and Ultra Magnus, they shake hands. Uh, and the Autobots believe they have won the day. But a rumbling comes from off the coast nearby. Rising from the water is a giant dinosaur. It is Trypticon, again, making his first appearance before Season 3. Uh, rising from the ocean, kind of like Godzilla, 
and that is the cliffhanger it ends on. Now, <laughs> this cliffhanger has never been resolved. Um, so we are left with a cliffhanger. It doesn't lead directly into Transformers the movie. We must assume that the Autobots essentially won out at some point. But the story that tells that has never been told. Now, I mentioned Ultra Magnus showing up, uh, and that is because the stop-motion version of this, which uses some regular animation from the cartoon and stop-motion animation for all of the new characters being introduced and shown and the, the Scramble City figures being interchanged. This actually shows a scene with Ultra Magnus rolling in and he has silver bolt attached to him which i thought was weird he's right silver bolts riding on the top of his vehicle mode uh and superion is in another scene but as he shows up galvatron is called in uh, by megatron <laughs> so the two city commanders and i say that in quotes because that's their functions on their their tech specs uh fight it out for a little bit in the stop motion one uh you can also find the stop motion video on youtube there's a link to it from the TF Wiki entry for that as well. There's nothing really different about the story as far as the stop motion one goes, but uh, the the Galvatron arriving scene is certainly a, a weird thing because of Galvatron's identity in the movie, which we'll get to. Um, if you haven't seen the movie in 35 years, uh, I will try not to spoil it for you, but eventually we're going to spoil the whole damn thing. Now... As I mentioned before, there is some, uh, there has been some trouble getting this episode onto DVD. So uh, the company that did the animation, Toei, uh, is very protective of their uh, third-party uh, distributors outside of Japan using uh, this OVA, and um, in Europe. This was released with the video, but with a commentary track by uh, Chris McFeely, uh, who has been on the show before. And, and then uh, on other versions of this, uh, it's been released with uh, audio commentary from other folks and sometimes with English subtitles. Um, <laughs> I think the closest anyone has gotten to it is uh, in Australia, in 2007 in Transformers the Movie Special Edition from Mad Men Entertainment where it was released with Japanese audio and English subtitles. Uh, whether or not the subtitles were optional, uh, I do not know. The wiki has a big question mark listed next to it. However, if you're in the United States, uh, you can only watch this on DVD with an audio commentary track. And that said, you could still catch this on YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, do us a favor, swing by our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tfuinfo. That's youtube.com slash tfuinfo. And subscribe. We are slowly climbing our way to 1,000 subscribers, and I want you there when we get there. We're going to do lots of stuff once we're there, like give away a Studio Series Thundercracker. We've still been trying to give this thing away. Uh, as soon as we hit 1,000 subscribers, we're giving the in away. So if you swing them on by to our YouTube channel, you'll uh, find out all the info on how you can win it. You don't have to subscribe to win it, but it'll help us get there to give it away. 
Also, if you want to support the show, swing on by our Patreon, patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Uh, you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You'll get early access to the newest episodes, including this one, which is going up way before it hits the iTunes feed and the YouTube channel, as well as uh, special podcasts and special access to the show that only our Patreon subscribers, our enrolled students, as I like to call them, uh, get. Finally, if you want to help out the show and you don't want to send money to the show directly, please use our Amazon links, tfu.info slash Amazon. Anything you buy from Amazon thereafter, they kick back a few pennies, change, uh, scraps, if you will, to tfu.info to help us do what we do. Finally, if you want to reach out to me, I'm usually on Twitter at tfu underscore info. You can also catch me on Facebook or Instagram. Whose name is tfuinfo. And of course, on the web, www.tfu.info, the world's longest running transforming toy archive. Next time on the show, we are slowly making our way to episode 50, and I bet you can guess what that's going to be. In the meantime, you're going to return to the Find Your Fate Junior books in episode 47. We got a few more of those lined up, so please come along for the ride. Till next time, see ya.